Welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. Here we are. We're a few days into the World Series. It's been a pretty exciting World Series so far, I'd Well, actually, say. no. And, I, and I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's been an exciting World Series. So this has the chance, this World Series, of being the fourth all-time to have no lead changes. So, so far, in each of the first three games, the team that got ahead won the game. There was never – so if that happens in seven games – Game two it wasn't has, great. I, I'll give you that. But I do mean because if it happens in in in, in seven times, you know, that the Right, lead, but I mean there's no reason to suggest that it's going to happen in the next set of games that Right, many right, times. right. I, in 1966, the Orioles swept the Dodgers – Never uh, was led in every game the entire way. That had to be really boring. I think it probably <laughs> would be just wire to wire, like unless you're a fan of the team. Right, right, right. The Orioles thought it was great. Yeah, that is great. That is just you know, wire to wire domination. You just get to enjoy the victory. Parade. And with you know, obviously with with it's two to one uh, you know, right now, Braves. So obviously that's unlikely to be sustained over a seven game series. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think it was a pretty, it was a very interesting baseball season, certainly because. It's so interesting because we we look at the season and we go, oh, man, is there enough pitching that can hold up? Are we going to be able to have this? And then this was the same season we were also talking about historic league lows in batting average and offense. So it's weird that those two things exist simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, before the season, we were thinking that with the with the sixty game season in twenty twenty, uh, the pitchers their arms weren't stretched out enough. Were guys going to be able to go? You know, the hundred and fifty to two hundred innings that you want your you know your top starters to go, and and that really happened only a little bit, not as much. It, it was an effect. Right? Wouldn't there you was say? an effect, but how much of the effect can we attribute to twenty twenty hangover, and how much can we attribute to the sticky stuff ban? Yeah, right. The the sticky stuff thing, thing I think, um, affected the pitchers because they had to grip the ball differently and we saw sort of a rash of injuries we after saw that. a rash of injuries and we, we you know no matter what you want to say you did notice that hitting hitter averages improved after they banned that stuff. right not dramatically but they improved so they weren't as all-time bad, bad as they yeah. were at that at so, earlier so stage. it's still interesting and so i think that three true outcomes but i i think as you saw throughout the season you really noticed throughout the season guys are getting better at hitting into the shift Yes, yeah, and we see it in the playoffs too. Uh, I saw it last night. So I think what you're going to see is as much as three true outcomes might dictate it, three true outcomes is dumb when you have to do not very, you have to do very little to just slap a ball into left field and get a free hit. We have both said on this podcast repeatedly that these hitters are good enough to hit the ball into the open space. They just haven't been motivated to do it right, yet. <laughs> because they're, they haven't been shown, but now they're starting to see, okay, you know what, the success is worth it. And it's not worth tanking my average 40 points because I'll hit five extra home runs across the season. And don't you think in the World Series, uh, and we'll get to our our um, our picks and we're going to be discussing really, you know, what our predictions uh, were. Yeah, how, how, they well, were not we, bad. They wouldn't need so bad. Um, we, we have to talk about, you know, was the, the World Series evident where hitting uh, into the open areas is worth more in these clutch and i kind of see it guys are doing it to a greater degree because they're only focused on winning now because yeah runs are at a premium it's the same way defensive intensity in basketball and football Mm -hmm. kick up to a completely Mm -hmm. different level when you get to the playoffs three true out and when you think about it you're not paid for being a great 
situational hitter over the course of a regular season. You're paid for hitting a lot of home runs. Right, right. So it makes sense that guys would have different approaches in the regular season compared to the postseason. And, and maybe that's a reason why you get sort of unsung heroes uh, in, in the playoffs and World Series, guys that maybe aren't the big home run hitters but come up big in the situation because they hit the ball the other way. They have, the, the, they have that situational hitting talent. Their value becomes much greater in these higher pressure the, situations. Higher leverage situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, we made our picks before the season. Um, um, and, and like like you said, we we did okay I, without overstating. We, we everybody missed a few, so let's kind of go through you know what we talked about. Um, and, and it was it was kind of interesting because we both were really sure the Yankees were going to win the division. Right, and we had the Rays, like we had them sort of. The as Rays our were second place team. team. I think I had the Blue Jays. Both of us were big on the Blue Jays, which that that was great, but. We were wrong on the Yankees. Now, granted, no, wrong on the, no, well, wrong on the Yankees that they didn't win the division. They didn't win the division, and we were wrong on the Red Sox. Oh man! But everybody was wrong on the Red Sox, <laughs> so I'm not going to feel bad about that one because I don't think even the Red Sox expected to be this good that season. I, I think we had them at one point. Well, we knew the Orioles were going to be were, terrible. We, we thought they were. We thought this was a three-team division, and the Red Sox were not one of those teams. We yeah. thought they were going to be with the Orioles dwelling in the basement, and they were. Infinitely better than expectations. But I, I think we couldn't find suggested. anything about the Red Sox. I think we said, well, the lineup was okay, and the pitching was okay, uh, although we kind of knew it with Yavaldi and, and and at the top of the rotation. They were apt to get hurt. Chris Sale wasn't going to come back, right. and he didn't until later in the season, but, but uh, you they, look, they were you good. You look at that, and I think some hit. guys like Devers, like those guys are players, but I also think like a team will end up getting to in the NL West, you have to wonder how much of it was magical season kind of stuff. Or how much of it is Alex Cora? Right. How much of this guy just really apparently like a, a world beater manager? Right. I mean, if, if in the lack of without lack of other evidence, this guy doesn't manage last year. They're terrible. They you come know, back and they're amazing. And they're and they're a first place team for most of the season. It kind of make me scratch my head a little bit. It's hard to believe, right? Right. Right. I, I think there was you know some interesting. You got some years out of some guys you don't normally expect to get those types Team of years. Team could just out. mash up and down the line. Right. Those guys could hit. And, and I think there's a lot of guys that that will not go away for. Christian that Arroyo and Vasquez. So, you those know, all guys these- can hit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think there's a lot of the newer guys, that, you know, those guys that had their really big breakout year. We've seen what happens. Pitchers adjust. And as much as we think that sometimes hitters just stop performing as well, sometimes the book gets out on guys. And that's why a guy can look like Michael Conforto did in 2020. And then look like Michael Conforto did in 2021. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and and if we go to the the central, um, we I, were. I think you look better than me here. Yeah. And and the reason is is that I uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I got, a lot of people. Everybody missed the Red Sox being good. I think a lot of people missed the Twins being bad. Right. We didn't. People didn't expect the Twins to be as bad as they. I were. certainly didn't. Even I had them second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had I I was fully faithful in the White Sox, and they proved me right. Now they did not perform well in the postseason. Now, do you remember what I said? What my what my what my one word question for the White Sox was before the season? I do not. La Russa. It's still a question. <laughs> okay. Because the, be- the playoffs, do you think? Or, or? Well, no, because really the best managerial thing he did this season was unite the team against himself. <laughs> so, like. Uh, right, was that whole, the whole Moncada thing? That early we were in the- swinging at the third. Like, right, three, right, right. Swinging when it was like a 3 0 count where everybody was like. 
Why are you making this into a big deal? Nobody cares about it. Because he's this. a traditionalist. He just don't do that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the interesting thing about that division was the Tigers being way better than anybody right. we, we expected. We missed that as well because we talked briefly about them and thought they were going to be a bottom be, dweller. Being a bottom dweller. And they looked like they are in an advanced stage of their rebuild already. And Pretty impressive. And then I feel good for A.J. Hinch, actually. Right. I think that shows that you know they're moving in the right direction. Which, But that has to make it a real scary thing for teams like the Twins, the Royals, and the Indians. Yeah. Because the White Sox aren't going away. No. And no. if the Tigers are turning that around quickly, the competition for second in that division is getting not going to be any easier. So, so you know, you do predictions, right? And so one of the observations I made about the Royals were that the Royals had a power problem. Okay, so in my wildest dreams, I did not think Sally Perez would hit 48 home runs. No. <laughs> set, like, set an all-time record all-time for catchers. All-time record for catchers in the history of the major leagues. Right. Sometimes season. guys just pull stuff like that. He you beat know. Johnny Bench. I mean, come on. It's Johnny Guy Bench. Guy out of season. Yeah, yeah. So, um, And the Royals, you know, ended up being, other than that. Middling. Middling, yeah. They had an injury, a couple of key guys or whatnot. But, but they were never expected. The Royal, they, they were never going to be. They, you know, they did not fail expectations this season. So how did we do in the West? I think we did pretty okay. Well, we both had the Astros. We, there's just something about that Oakland team. Again, they proved it this year yep. why you can't trust in them. Yep. As much as they are better than the other couple teams in their division – you can't really put your faith in them, though. It is interesting seeing the Mariners show some signs of yeah, life. Yeah, they season. surprised me that we we were all over them in a bad way. Right, by we the thought way. they were going to be terrible, <laughs> and, and that's because they had that weird stuff going on before the season with the GM. Right, and, and, and they kind of sorted it out, and they made some good moves, and guys started performing. They're young. Uh, you know, I think they're going to be a pesky and, team. And we, we we were actually given um, throwing shade at Chris Flexen. Yeah, do you see the year oh, Chris God, Flexen? He had, he had a really good a year. Really good year. I think you worry in that team because, you know, I just I always think of those tweets where it's just like, you know, Shohei Otani, you know, through eight innings today with 12 strikeouts, one earned run and hit went two for three with a home run. And then Mike Trout did something that, like, we haven't seen in baseball since 1908 and the Angels lost seven to two. Wow, I mean, unfortunately, like, we didn't see enough of Trout playing this year with even know. with that. It's just like there, there's something flawed in that. Like, I don't get what that team is going for. You have. Otani and you have Trout, yeah, and that's about it. You know, we we uh, we also joked about the A's that the reason they, they weren't going to be any good this year is because their second baseman was Jed Lowry. Actually, had a fantastic out, year. had a really good year. So clearly, he has something against the Mets. And the Rangers, <laughs> the Rangers performed about expectations. Nobody right, really right. believed the, anything. We, we, you know, what we said the best thing about the Rangers here was the new ballpark. Yeah, I think that's still true at this point. We did um, sort of highlight that Kyle Tucker. I think I said Kyle Tucker, and you had Jordan Alvarez having breakout years or really good years, and that's absolutely those. those yeah, those, those guys, young guys really are stepped up. Really, that. really good players. So, uh, and 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 Montero, by the way, we had for the uh, the Mariners didn't end up being the closer no <laughs> we tried I mean, we tried after that it got a little bit um so um the best record um in the in the in the american league i had the yankees you had the white Sox. um neither one of us were correct no nope. it was the tampa bay rays the rays and you know you at this point what the the rays are in a weird spot i think because clearly what they're doing is working but i feel like the same way they're going about it, it's going to be so hard for them to win it all with the way they're doing it. Well, meaning that sort of in this somewhat Piece starless, me- yeah, this piecemeal fashion where I really worry that 
it's going to take the year where everything goes right for them. I feel like to get over the hump just because of like other teams have guys that can just win a game for them. And more so than they do. They have a culture there that I, I that I think we all appreciate as it's a winning culture. It's a winning culture. They're going to be a team that is in the playoffs every year, and they're going to be a team that. But I think I really worry about their chances to actually win the World Series. Well, I, I will say this, and 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 their their trade of Blake Snell looked. Oh, the trade they Blake Snell leaving them actually before the season. Um, he he didn't pitch particularly well with San Diego, but when they lost Glass now. You know, as a starter, I think Tampa to win as many games as they did it's and not impressive. have either of those two pitchers. And if you put Glasnow in the playoffs, I think it's a different thing. It's a different thing because they—I felt like they—they they got pretty handled in that series. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. And the Astros are just a really good hitting team. Um, and losing, you know, arms like that eventually is going to catch gonna up. Catch, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so I had the Yankees. You had the White Sox. Um, we had the—I had the Yankees, uh, Astros, ALCS. Uh, I think we both had that. Right, and it ended up being Red Sox-Astros. Red Sox, and again, those Red Sox just sort of screwed everybody's predictions. Yeah, every, nobody would have had that. Um, so I, I, my MVP pick, uh, and, and it, it isn't going to happen because um, we pretty much think it's going to be uh, Otani or, or Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, is Stanton. Who had a really good year, right? But didn't sniff the MVP. No, as not far as not I'm not without the Yankees. And you had before. Aaron Judge had a really good year, we, but again, we we both thought the Yankees. We saw. I saw. We both saw no reason for the Yankees to like flounder around in the middle of the year as much as they did. Right, and, and part of that, you know, Garrett Cole was was unbelievable early. Then the sticky stuff happened, and he, he was had not. his little rough stuff. After. Then he got, he, better. got better at the end of the season. Yeah. Didn't pitch great, you know, in 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 the uh, at the end of the very end of the year, and you had Giolito, uh, which I thought was a cool pick for your Ariel Cy Young, and I think Giolito maybe would would tell you he didn't have as good a season as he would have liked, right? You know, um, but still, you know, a decent season. So we we did okay in the American League. Yeah. Um, and now, how about the National League? If you go to the East, I hate that we got this one right. Well, it's because we're too afraid, and we knew, <laughs> we knew even back then, we knew that they would let us down and hurt us. I just didn't think it would be this badly because we had both, we had them as the wild card team. Right, right, right. So, so we both had the Braves. We both had the Braves. We got the East, and because we were, were smart enough not to pick the team we like, uh, the Mets. So we had. So here, the Mets were second because of you know what you said. You said the Mets are going to be second because of defense. Yeah, <laughs> which actually through the first two and a half, three months of the season, the Mets were amongst the top two or three defensive teams, which is was remarkable in a lot of ways. Now, they had Lindor at shortstop, and certainly that helps, but they just played better defensively this year. McCann yes. is certainly better than anybody they had. Agree. The yeah, they, they were a better defensive team. McNeil was good in the outfield in a way. We did not expect him to be good. But wait, there's more because then Mark, that would be me, yeah. said it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch this team score runs. Yeah, you 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 jinxed oh, that. Wow, you should not have said that. Oh. That was a big mistake. <laughs> the, the, the pain in watching them not score runs is what we got all season long. Was, I, I couldn't have been more it, wrong. It was like they had perfected not scoring runs into an art form. <laughs> like you would be like, surely there's no way this bases loaded no out cannot result in any runs, and then. Like Malcolm in, in Jurassic Park, life found a way. <laughs> the, 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 it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. The the, la the lack of clutch hitting was remarkable in its in its consistency. And the, the scary thing is, is we said the same thing coming out of twenty twenty 
about the Mets because they had the same issue all throughout. Well, the no, they hit they hit well during. Wasn't that the, was that the 2019 problem? 2019 season? Right. So this is the second time in three right. years where they've had this like we just can't get hits to score thing going on. So so the rest of the National League East, I don't even know. You know, like I I, th- I was down in the Phillies. I'll, I'll, I had the Phillies like finishing last, and that did not. Happen. Okay, they, that was unrealistic. Yeah, because I, I, I hate the Phillies. Like, yeah, just kind of being you know that way. Um, and and we had the Nationals. Nobody could have figured what the Nationals would do with the injury to Strasburg, right? And then tanking it out, and then just deciding to go fully in the tank. Uh, and the Marlins, I, I I don't know if trying to look at it from you know uh, ten thousand feet, look at the Marlins. So uh, they're still a young team. They have pitching. Are they poised to be better next year? Do they have enough players? The problem, of the, the problem is unless Jeter suddenly opens up a pocketbook <laughs> we don't know about, or we're not expecting him to. Maybe you should work out and get in the shape. They make it use. No, it. no I'm just saying <laughs> they're not me. They need hitters. Like that's the thing. They need to bring in a bunch of offensive players, and uh, unless they make a bunch of raise type savvy moves where they're able to bring in some of the right guys. I, I can't see them fighting their way out of being at the bottom of the East. Lewis Brinson, next year's the year. Next year's going to be the year. I, I, I think the only good thing for them is that the Nats might be really bad again next year. Well, the, the Nats probably should, like, again, aside from Juan Soto, which you feel for this player, right? Well, he's because he's so young that uh, if you're the Nats, you might say, listen, Juan. Look at, look, right, right, right. We will give you the world. You don't, we, we will not, you don't have, we, we're not going to patrol you this year. Just make sure you keep in shape. Don't get yourself hurt. We will make sure to build a contender around you. You just need to give us time so that we're not building a contender around you for only a season or two. And you know who you can, you could have him go talk to uh, about, go to, have him talk to Freddie Freeman. Right. So a few years ago, the Braves uh, rarely were just had some, a bad season and, and they were lo- looking kind of bereft for the future. And they, they got Freddie to stay there. And all of a sudden they added Acuna and Albies and all these players. And now and they, they are. And with that Trey Turner deal, they got a bunch of guys, so they will be coming, but I just don't think they'll be ready for next season. Right, right, right. So you have to expect them not to be great next season. So if, if the problem for the Mets is it's hard to believe the Phillies will be as unbelievably bad in the bullpen as they have been that was the same way they were in 2020 right but like it's hard to believe they'll be historically bad for the third year in a row and and we made the observation that you know the big philly bullpen trade off the scene was archie bradley that did not work (laughs) so you know you got to go a little bit more than that and they they, if you look at if you look in the playoffs uh, in fact you know watching this year it's clear to me that you know the bullpen even that that a team that we love the mets had which we thought was a Better than average bullpen wasn't good enough to be to survive. The, the Mets bullpen at its best was a better than average bullpen when everybody was right. throwing as good as they could. The problem is, is that they were just so wildly inconsistent. You had like four guys in that bullpen that could be 100 percent unhittable or 100 percent like hittable out of the park. Like there was no in between with half of them. So. You couldn't count on a team like that, especially in a seven-game series. So going to uh, the Central, um, we both picked the Cardinals. And for a while, we were looking really bad. Yeah, and then they figured it out in the second half of the year. 17 games in a row is a way to figure out. thank you. Uh, Of course, it got the manager fired. I still can't figure out what uh, what the deal with that was. And we have Milwaukee second, so we just kind of flipped. Milwaukee had a really good season, really kind of disappointing end to their season. They they, they played, again, that was another team that you like they just folded in the the playoff series. Now, the only thing you can hope is that they're still pretty young 
That's a team that's on the upswing. The only guy that's starting to get, I mean, you've lost Braun, obviously, but the only guy that's kind of getting up there in age, I guess, is Yelich. Not even. I don't Not even. He's, he's still, yeah, he's 30. So that team's going to be good. And I feel like the reason the Cardinal manager got fired is because that team was good enough that they should not have needed a 17-game winning streak <laughs> okay. to get back into the race and I save I kind of agree that when you think about bringing in Arenado and Goldschmidt like, had a nice year. That, that team should have, yeah. when you look at the, that that central division, especially with the way the Reds faded out in the second half, that's not a great division. Are you glad to see Yachty roll it out for one more year and have his farewell tour? Uh, he, that, if there's a guy that he, like a Cardinal great like that deserves to have it. Yeah, I kind of feel the same thing. The thing about the, the interesting about the Brewers, we both kind of thought that the hitting would outperform the pitching, the and pitching, it was completely opposite. Yeah, the pitching was unbelievable. Yeah, and, and of course uh, Damian Williams punching the wall and being out for the playoffs uh, or the playoff game it did not help them at all. So in the West, you know, we made a real went, went out on the limb. Both of us went on the limb, picked the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, we were right on that one. I mean, if only we had been right on that one. We were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong, the Giants. I mean, they beat the team we thought they would beat and they needed to beat. We just didn't expect the Giants. Uh, Giants and Gabe Kapler, first-year manager there. Obviously, he's managed the Phillies in the past. Uh, nobody got that right. And what do you think about the Giants next year? I don't believe they do it again. So you put them in the Red Sox category. like sh- I have more faith in the Red Sox than I have in the Giants. Okay, and, and I think having a team that has Kevin Gaussman as your number one or two. Right. You've got so many. Like, I said that about the Red Sox, year. but it's even more true about the Giants. They got so many unbelievable. And it's just, I'm sorry, it's hard for me to believe Wilbur Flores is going to be a key integral part to a 110 win team multiple seasons in a row. Right. They had a year, that's for sure. Right. They had a year. Every, but I also look at that team and think, how much is that team buoyed, buoyed by the fact that they get to play the Diamondbacks and the Rockies? We made that comment that you got 38 games between those two teams and you should fatten up on them. And those teams, both the Dodgers and the Giants did. Yeah, if you go, because those teams might have gone something like 30 and 8 or something in those games and just cleaned a house against them. And, and as, as much as we we throw shade on the on the Rockies, they actually ended up having a, a better season than I, I, I thought they were going to be really terrible. And we both thought that Trevor Story was going to be traded. I'm surprised they did. I I think the management for that team just looked at it like we cannot betray our fan base. Like we we've stretched the good faith of our fan base as far as it can be stretched. And 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 I wonder because Colorado won a weird amount of games at home compared to their away. Their home away split was ridiculous. So if you're a fan, you're going to watch the Rockies. If you went to the game, at, at course they won most of the time. So right. as a fan, you might have thought, well, that was kind of a fun season. Yeah, it's it's, it's a much we more going to t- be really bad, and yeah, we weren't and, that bad, and we weren't that bad. I think the problem for both the Diamondbacks and the Rockies is I don't look, I look at those teams and go, what's, what's their plan for going forward? Like at least with the, a team like the Marlins, we can see the building blocks they're putting together. Now, maybe this is East coast bias with the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, mm. but I feel like, I don't know where. I, yes. I, and I'll tell you why. Cause I, it'll happen to me too. If I had to go around off the top of my head and name the starting eight players for the Diamondbacks, I could get Marte. I could get you know a, a few. And, and Marte's guys. a guy that I think might get signed away this offseason or mm-hmm. traded for, because uh, I think a team like the New York Mets would be very interesting. Well, this is Cattell Marte, not Starling Marte. No, I'm, so, th- I'm thinking. Okay, I, really? I, I, He's I think, an infielder though. Where are you going to play him? Oh, I think I think teams are going to second. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're not interested in signing Baez, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you need a second baseman. Then yeah. you need a second baseman, and he's a guy that because he brings some of the things you need to your team. So interesting. I, I I still like you feel like the the Diamondbacks have have a lot of fixing to do before they're going to be any kind of a contender, particularly with the Dodgers and the Padres. But you're you're, you're seeing now that turnarounds can be quicker. You don't necessarily need to commit to a three to four year rebuild of being god awful um, like you kind of used to. Let me ask you, what do you think happened to the Padres? They were sailing along, kind of like the Mets. I think similar to the Met, the, the pitching just never felt like it was there for the Padres. And they had I they had injuries, obviously. A lot they, of injuries. They started the season with the with the no hitter from Musgrave, and I don't even, by the end of the year, I hardly even was Musgrave hurt. Or something? I don't, it, they just it felt like their pitching just wasn't there, and guys underperformed for them in that lineup. Yeah, except for Tatis. Except for Tatis. And then you just had guys missing time. The trades they made didn't really. Yeah, Adam Frazier trade didn't really work out the way they hoped. They would have hoped. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that's a team that will bounce back with a new manager. Uh, Tatis going to stay at shortstop, or do you think they're going to move to the outfield? I think they want to move him to the outfield. I think you're right. I don't know if he'll let them. And he, he did not have a particularly good defensive season. That would be That's putting it. <laughs> That's being very nice. Yes, yes, yes. So, and and of course, you know, not to get off track, but there's a bunch of shortstops that are free agents this year um, and and guys that aren't necessarily playing shortstop right now, like Correa uh, and even Trey Turner when he was playing second base for the Dodgers, not shortstop, um, are going to want to be paid when their contract comes up. And in, in Correa's case, it's up now as shortstops so does Semyon, who played shortstop this year for toronto even though he played a lot of second base um see the problem that you're tatis the, is being paid as a shortstop that's a problem you're also going to run into i don't know what tatis is being paid right now oh more than lindor is he yeah yeah i think he's 35 a year or something like that i don't know that because i thought he was still on his rookie deal because he's so young maybe you're right maybe i'm wrong so here's the problem you're going to run into are you really is Tatis going to want to get moved to another position to watch another guy like Correa come in and play shortstop and get paid way more money than him? Well, I don't know if they would pay him way more money. That's just it. I think even if he doesn't play shortstop, he he can certainly be a thirty million dollar left fielder. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I just think it's it's just interesting to think about that. That's a weird situation they have to deal with. So we both had um, the Braves and the Dodgers in the championship series. Yay! Yeah, we got yeah, something yeah. right. Of course, we didn't get it right. Who got to the World Series? We both picked the Dodgers to get to the you World know Series. What? The Braves proved us wrong. They responded in that series. Uh, and and Anthopoulos, the general manager. You know, what an unbelievable job he Everyone. did to bring in two guys that, like Duval and, well, three guys, Rosario, oh, Duval, Duval, and Peterson. And Peterson. I mean, they just all contributed in, in a big way. And Solaire. Yeah. Every move they made was the right move. Boy, uh, just really, really impressive. And, you know, you got to give it to the GM when he gets it done. Your team's got to love you. And I read a whole story about how the Braves um, were at a rain-delayed game and they wanted ice cream. Uh, and, and and they were at a away game, I forget where it was. And so they had a soft serve in the locker room and, and they all went like crazy for soft serve. And so they asked the GM to get them a soft serve machine that they put in the Atlanta locker room. And he's like, a soft serve ice cream machine? These are like baseball players. Like, like, like okay, if these guys want a soft serve machine. And so Freddie Freeman would come and his kid would come in every day and he'd make a little cone for the kid and everybody was sitting there eating their ice cream. And it just, it brought the team in, in another in a, way they came together as a team. That you Right. Know. You don't expect them to come together in that same way. Like, like, it's just a weird thing that got them to unite. 
we we both were wrong on the MVPs, um, and 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 the, not that the picks were bad. You picked Acuna, and who could have seen him getting injured and being out for the year? Uh, and I had Juan Soto, who had another terrific year. And the team sucked. Yeah, <laughs> right. We can finish last without you, as they say. Um, in in the Cy Youngs, uh, you know, we we both. Uh, we don't know who's, who's won them. We had DeGrom. We would have been right. Uh, we would have been right. We would have been right. If the season honestly, was, was, was a half a season, uh, we were Honestly, right. if he pitched like four more weeks, we probably still would have been right. And we had Walker Bueller as an honorable mention as a guy we thought had a really good had year. Had a really good it, season. He's just a terrific pitcher. So uh, I'd say we did we did okay. We did. Pre- I think we did pretty good. And I think it's, you know, like we said at the time, and we'll say now, it's pretty easy to make predictions because, you know, most everybody's going to make the same pitch. Right, exactly. The, the impressive people would have been the people that got both the Red Sox and the Giants being good, correct? Just took their words right out of him. If you got both of those teams being good, then you clearly saw something that other people didn't or, see. Or somehow before the season, you picked the Braves to win the World Series, which I wonder how many people would have done that. Not right a now, lot. They got a 2-1 lead, so uh, we'll, we'll see if that holds up. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at AlmostCoop. Almost